Let us pray. And he said, He that showed mercy on him. Then said Jesus unto him, Go, and do thou likewise. Luke 10.37 Open the eyes of my heart, so that I will be able to come to the aid of my brother and sister in Christ. Break off all prejudices and cultural stigmas that may be attached to my mind, both knowingly and unknowingly. Give me the strength, Lord, to break through cultural boundaries like Jesus, to show the love and kindness you have and think towards them. Like the story of the Good Samaritan, I will not wait for convenience to be a resource and outlet of hope. I also thank you in advance for providing all the provision needed to adequately serve those in need. You've commanded me to love my neighbor as I love myself. Therefore, first increase the love I have for myself so that I can increase the love for those all around me. I declare that others are valuable because I'm valuable. I declare that they have worth because I have worth. I declare that they are called to greatness because you have called me to greatness, God. With these truths as anchors to my soul, I will help build the lives of those around me because you are building my life within me. In Jesus' name, amen. Listening to these daily prayers strengthens your relationship with God. Continue hearing from the Lord by listening to today's Bible in a Year. Brought to you by BibleInAYear.com Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com stereo right now. NetSuite.com stereo. NetSuite.com stereo. 
The following ad is sponsored by Pets Best Insurance Services. Pets come into our lives in many ways. Shelters, breeders, or unexpected encounters. But no matter how you found your pet, they become our perfect match. Unfortunately, finding the right pet insurance plan can be hard. That's where Pets Best comes in. With a little information about you and your pet, Pets Best will recommend a plan that meets your needs and budget. Visit PetsBest.com to learn more today. Your perfect pet deserves the perfect coverage. PetsBest.com The Good Samaritan In our last story, Jesus gave an intense illustration about the true meaning of forgiveness and mercy through a servant and his master. Now Jesus unpacks the meaning behind being a good neighbor through an unexpected hero, inspired by the Gospels. Hello, this is Jack Graham with today's episode of The Bible in a Year. The last time we were together, we heard Jesus' teaching on how great our debt is to God and why his forgiveness of our sins should motivate us to forgive others. It's an important lesson on showing mercy and giving forgiveness as a response to God's incredible, immense grace toward us. Today, we'll hear another parable from Jesus. A parable is described as an earthly story with a heavenly meaning. So Jesus, this time, is illustrating what it means to love our neighbor and who is our neighbor. His teaching sets the highest of standards for loving as God loves. So let's listen now to the reading of his word. Jesus was walking in the outer regions of the city. It was a bright spring day, and Jesus was mingling with a few of the villages. A lawyer came from the crowd and sat beside Jesus. The young man was cocky and held himself with unearned confidence. Jesus smiled at the young man and greeted him. Paying little attention to pleasantries, the lawyer spoke, saying, Teacher, how shall I inherit eternal life? Jesus looked forward towards the children playing beside the road. He saw their parents close behind them laughing. Jesus looked back at the lawyer and replied, What is written in the law? Have you read it? You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. You shall love your neighbor as yourself, the young man replied. Very good, Jesus answered. Do these things and you shall live into eternity. As Jesus sat up to walk towards the people, the lawyer stopped him. Yes, but who is considered my neighbor? The lawyer asked in jest. He asked these things to figure out who he needed to love and who he could ignore. Jesus turned back to the man and walked back. He sat on the bench beside him and told him a story. As he began, a whole crowd of people gathered around to listen. A man was traveling from Jerusalem to Jericho. As he walked the countryside, a band of robbers ambushed him out of nowhere. They struck his face and his ribs. As the man fell to his knees, another robber kicked him in the jaw. The man's head slammed onto the ground, and an onslaught of kicks barraged him endlessly. The robbers tore off his clothes and took everything he owned. Once they were through shaming him, they tossed him off the edge of the road into a ditch full of stones and weeds. The man lay there half dead. He had lost all feeling in his legs, and his face was so swollen he could barely see. His cracked ribs scraped against his lungs as he struggled for every breath. The man truly believed he would die there, until he saw a priest walking by the road. The priest was holding a few scrolls, strolling along the pathways. The man groaned and tried to shout out to the priest for help. The priest looked around and saw the naked man, bloodied on the floor. 
Repulsed by the sight, the priest walked to the other side of the road and continued on his way. The day rolled on and the air was growing more frigid by the minute. The beaten and bloodied man shivered among the stones, unable to even lift his head. On the corner of his eye, he saw a Levite. He was wearing his elegant robes of different colors and hummed to a tune sung in the synagogues. When the Levite saw the man quivering by the wayside, he cringed and shuffled over to the other side of the road, pretending not to see him. A priest and a Levite had rejected him. The man was certain he would die within minutes. Night was approaching, and the earth was basking in the last moments of sunlight. The cold wind blew through the canyons by the road. At this point, the man was completely unconscious. A Samaritan, one of the people reviled by Israel, was passing by the road. He hoped to find an inn by nightfall, so he was in a rush. That was until he saw the man on the side of the road. The Samaritan climbed down the rocks to the man. When he saw that he was still alive, he carried him on his back up the hill. The Samaritan stumbled a few times, scraping his knees on the jagged rocks, but he kept going. He strapped the man to his donkey and walked him into town. There he found an inn intended to his wounds. He bound up his broken bones and sewed up his torn flesh. For a whole night and day he tended to the man's every need. Once the man was beginning to heal, the Samaritan paid the innkeeper enough money to take care of the man for a few more weeks. Then he turned to check up on him. Jesus finished his story. The lawyer was doing his best to hide his teary eyes. Jesus turned to him with a tender smile. Tell me, which of the three was a better neighbor, the priest, the Levite, or the Samaritan? The lawyer wiped his eyes and took a deep breath. I suppose it was the one who showed mercy, he answered. Jesus patted the man on the back and said, You go and do likewise. And with that, Jesus stood to his feet to tend to the crowd. His story revealed deep truths that had been hidden by dogma and racism. The Samaritans were considered undesirable and wretched people by the Jews. They treated them like dogs more than humans. On the other hand, priests and Levites were revered and admired. Jesus told the story of the Good Samaritan to show that goodness, mercy, and kindness can come from unexpected places. It showed Jesus' heart, that he was not concerned with cultural boundaries, but human kindness. In the parable that Jesus tells, this story begins with an expert in Jewish religious law questioning the Lord. He was not simply asking a question, but really testing Jesus. This was not uncommon in that time, as students would ask questions to teachers in a public forum like this. But while his actions weren't necessarily wrong, clearly his motives were. This man is a self-righteous lawyer, and he's attempting to trap Jesus, as the religious leaders have been trying to do now for some time. Jesus is very controversial. So he asked Jesus what was required for him to inherit eternal life. Jesus then turned the question back on the lawyer, pointing to the Torah, the law of the Jews, and asked the man how he reads it. The man, of course, knows all the right answers. He's a lawyer who is well-prepared, so he responds with the twofold commandment to love God with heart, soul, mind, and strength, and then to love your neighbor as yourself. It was a textbook answer, and the man knew it. Jesus congratulated him on his right answer and told the man to go and do those things as if it were easy, and he would inherit eternal life. Of course, Jesus knew that the law itself could 
not give this man or any man eternal life. Rather, it served to point us to the need for the Savior. The law points us to the Lord himself. This man wasn't satisfied with the Lord's answer. He didn't want to be just right. He wanted to justify himself. So he asked Jesus, who is my neighbor? Who is my neighbor? That is a very important question, isn't it? And we need to know the answer to that question as well. And so Jesus tells us this story. Rather than give us a list of the people that we should love, Jesus told this story, which is very familiar. A man was traveling on a dangerous road alone. It was a path known to harbor thieves who would attack travelers and rob them and so on. Yet the man foolishly put himself in a vulnerable position, and sure enough, he was attacked. He was robbed, beaten, and left for dead. Can you picture some of those listening to this story thinking, well, that serves him right. What was he thinking going there, doing that? So the man is laying there, helpless and dying. Then a priest appeared on the road. This was a godly and righteous man by most anyone's standards. Surely he would help, but rather than help, the priest crossed the road and walked by as far as he could away from the dying, dirty, bleeding man. Next came a Levite. This man knew what worship was. He helped priests in the temple and led the people in songs of praise. If anyone should know the heart of God, it should have been this man. But he too crossed the road and walked on the other side, way out of reach, ignoring the man whose life was draining from his body. By now, the crowd listening to Jesus must have been perplexed. Or maybe they were even waiting for Jesus to tell them that, like these two godly men so-called, that they also could walk by on the other side of the road and not pay attention to people's needs. But, of course, that's not what they heard. Jesus then introduces another traveler, a Samaritan. Now, the Samaritan was the least likely hero. They were despised by Jews. What good could come from Samaria? But this Samaritan man saw the broken man, the bleeding man, and he had mercy on him. He stopped and cared for the stranger. He saw him and had compassion upon him. He attended to his immediate needs, but he didn't stop just there. He loaded the man onto his animal and took him to a nearby inn where he paid for the man to be lodged, fed, and cared for, promising to return and settle any remaining debt. It was an outpouring of generosity that would have shocked everyone listening. We then hear the exchange between Jesus and the lawyer in Luke 10, 36 and 37. Which of these three do you think proved to be a neighbor to the man who fell among the robbers? He said, the one who showed him mercy. And Jesus said to him, you go and do likewise. You go and do the same. Here's what we learn in this story. Every person in need is our neighbor. It goes beyond the physical and cultural and political or even religious boundaries that we may cherish. When we love God with all of our hearts, mind, soul, and strength, then we will love others the way God loves others, and we have the power of His Spirit to help us do this. It's a sacrificial love that we're incapable of on our own, and one that Jesus would demonstrate to the whole world by dying on the cross to pay the debt for our sin, to die for us because we were dying in our sins, to give us hope and to receive life. 
This is the love, the agape love, the compassion that Jesus has for every one of us. Now, in Christ, we should show that same love to others. And in the name and in the power of God, meet needs all around us. Dear God, thank you for showing us what love really is and how we are to love our neighbors and that anyone who has a need is our neighbor. Help us to love people as you love people without limitations. Thank you for sending Jesus, your son, to rescue us when we were dying and helpless, that you lifted us because you loved us. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to today's Bible in a Year podcast. This is Jack Graham from Dallas, Texas. You can download the Pray.com app and make prayer and Bible study a priority in your life. Millions and millions of people have done just that, and we are grateful. If you have joined this podcast, share it with someone you love and let them know how they also can connect with the Bible in a year. It could absolutely change another person's life. And if you want to know more about Jesus and how to experience his love and grace in your own life or how to live the Christian life, be sure to visit us at jackgraham.org. God bless you. This episode is sponsored by MediShare, an innovative healthcare solution for Christians to save money without sacrificing quality. Welcome to the Pray News Podcast, where hope is our only bias. Each day, we'll unpack the most prominent stories happening in the news and offer a Christian perspective. We won't shy away from the hard topics, and we won't dilute the hopeful message of Christ. This is more than a daily brief on the news. It's a way to be informed and transformed. Listen to Pray News on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like when the tailgate party shows up at your house after the big win. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this could sideline your savings. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-Fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's Unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk Extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount.